Welcome to episode 26 of Outsiders. Outsiders is a podcast that's focused on featuring innovative women, queer culture, and conversation. My name is Julia Curtis Burns, and I'm your host. And today I'm joined by Sandra Rodriguez. And what do you do, Sandra Rodriguez? Oh my God, I'm the jack of all trades. Mm. <laughs> um, mainly, what pays the bills is I am a video editor for a nonprofit, and on the side, I am I dabble in photography because mm. I don't consider myself too much of a photographer because I feel like that's something that you gain if you do more often, mm. not if you do it once in a while. In my case, sometimes once in a blue moon. Kind of okay. thing, but so that's how I met you. Yes. You were doing photography. photography. Yeah, that's me. For tech, right? yes, yeah, that yeah, was when awesome. back in October. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I actually yeah. got that through a friend. It was a phone call. She was like, "Hey, are you interested in doing photography? Because I can pass your name in." And I was like, eh, "You know what? I'm not gonna say no. What is it for? First, I like to know <laughs> what is it for. You're because, like, well, what is it? What is it? Because people think." Um, they're like, oh, you're a photographer, you can do whatever. Mm. And you can, but you don't want to look bad or make them look bad, and you want to be great at whatever it is you're presenting. Yeah. So I can't just be like, uh, wait, what, what, what are we talking about? Yeah. And it's events. So I was like, okay, events, meaning it's more like candid photos, uh, things happening right now, and you want the images right away. Mm. But there's, not, there's posts involved, but not too much yeah it's not like a creative thing it's you, I mean you still need to get creative in a way of how you're you can't just flat out snap pictures too you gotta sort of make sure that people are in range and who who are you getting making mm. sure that they're not looking too awkward because you can snap and then it's like you're snapping and you catch uh you catch them while they're eating about to eat something and they're like oh my god my mouth was open can you take another one and then your light doesn't go on or something so it's it's timing and, and trying to read people how they move. And yeah. I mean, that's what, how I see it. I'm not sure if other event for, I mean, people are different. So. so are you an event photographer or are you like everything? So you everything. Like to capture like nature? Like you I like prefer nature. Oh, uh, okay. Reason being, it's easier because it's something that's there already. And you just, you move around as opposed to people. I love people as well, but it's with people you have, um, people always want to look good. Mm-hmm. So if you don't make them look <laughs> yeah. good, then yeah. something's wrong with you, not them. Mm-hmm. And it's both. It's a, it's making them feel comfortable in front of the camera. Uh, there's a finding a connection because once they have that trust in you, mm-hmm. then they can move a certain way. There's, there's no longer that stiffness, but winning co- uh, trust is, um, not always easy. It's, it's sometimes, you know, it depends. Because we all freeze in front of the camera. Like, mm-hmm. you, you're having a great moment, and all of a sudden the camera comes in, <laughs> and you're like, oh, snap, I got to I gotta post. This is my right angle. Everyone knows their <laughs> angle. Everyone knows their angle because of selfies and, yeah. um, you know, Instagram and all that stuff. But, but that, in a sense, is it natural, right? Because that's not, like, when we pose for pictures, I always think about this. That's uh-huh. not me in my natural element right because i'm like i'm like stopping my activity so that i can pose in the correct way so it looks good as opposed to catching me in my candidness i think there is a form of naturalness because uh it's getting an essence of you bringing Mm -hmm. it out it's not always um 
Because when you're candid, you move a certain way. There's a flowness. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize that you could be sexy because there's a confidence in the way you move. Mm. But you put the camera, that stops that. You're, you stop. You get stopped. There's, there's no flowness. So if you there's a trust with that person, the camera kind of becomes, oh, the person becomes invisible. And it's like you're moving with the camera. You're mm. feeling yourself. and there. It, so I think it's a natural element into it, like... Um, the photographer helps you bring that, the subject, bring that confidence and that sensuality that normally they don't think they have. Like, I know when I have to pose in front of a camera, I freeze. I get, like, I try to do the sexy look, and I look angry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, that's not sexy? Oh. Wait, wait, your sexy look is angry? No. Well, that's what I mean, comes out. It comes out. out, and I look at it. I was like, delete. <laughs> wait, what's up? Can I see it? Oh, no. It's my eyebrows. Okay, it's, like, the sexy look. Oh, let's God. See. I don't know. It's more like. Supposing right now. Oh, <laughs> it's like a lifting. Up it's of like the, the eyebrows. eyebrows. The eyebrows have a mind of their own because they're like, pretty thick. So I it's used just to like, do always like the lifting, like no, because then it's like duck face for me. I look. Yeah, I always tried. To, I used to always do that as my sexy face, and then I was like, wait, no, I can't do that. That's not all the time sexy. Anyway, <laughs> it can be sexy to certain people. Yeah, Some people yeah, find it sexy. Other yeah. people don't. You know, it's I like, like the eyebrow. It's the eyebrow. It's like there's. I can't a, do that. <laughs> everyone can move. Let me it. see. There it is. There it is. No, you got it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So one of the things I like to always talk about is terms that we identify with. Oh, labels. Yeah, another way to say it is labels. But do you identify with any labels or terms? Why or why not? And what are they? It's funny because I feel like it's you kind of grow into these labels. Hmm. uh, growing up Latina, you always have to have that. You can't just say you're a New Yorker because people always say, no, where are you from? Mm, it's, it's always mm-hmm, more, mm-hmm. there has to be more behind that. I was like, well, I was born and raised here, so New York is what I know. It's home. Um, but then it's like, no, you have to tell me. It's it's not believable. You can't yeah. just be a New Yorker. So then um, then there's a label there because now I'm Latina. But not that's not enough because then I have to say I'm uh, where yeah, yeah where uh, are you from yeah where I'm that. from and I'm like I've never been mm-hmm. so how am I from there but mm. that and then coming out it's like okay now what am I where do I stand I didn't realize there are so many labels for this which is like a broad spectrum kind of thing and um I started out with not knowing <laughs> so yeah. the easiest way was I think I well I, everyone knows you know yourself when you are gay but it's just um how you're raised and society it doesn't look right. So then trying to fit in, you're like, okay, well then it's okay to be bi. Everyone's bi. <laughs> they dabble, and especially in college. Mm-hmm. So bi is a thing. It's normal, sort of. And really? Then, I think so? Uh, I mean, it made it normal, it, it, normal or like, like acceptable? more acceptable yeah, at yeah. the time, at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it didn't, no one, it's funny because when you're in high school and someone said bi or gay or something, you're like, it was almost like a an offense, like a, Wait, what do you mean? Mm. I can't. I can't be. No. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. But then in college, you hear other people being more open about it. And it depends because it's like they're coming from different areas, too. Um, and for some reason, just being by me, they made it seem like, oh, it's college. You can experiment sort mm-hmm. of thing. I mean, I didn't, but everyone else we did. Had, in my college, we had uh, this term called bug. So you are a bug or a lug, meaning you are a lesbian until graduation, yes. or you are bisexual until. Oh 
Well, yeah, that's what that was basically everyone. So that's where you end up understanding that everyone's bi until graduation and then everyone becomes quote unquote straight, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it wasn't until after college that it was like, oh, my God, this desire or whatever isn't really going away. I have suppressed it for so long. What, What is it? Why? Mm. Why is my life happening like this? It's so not it like was it, it was hard. It was hard for yeah. you. So in college, were you kind of? I was still going, straight. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I let everyone would talk, and I would be like, you know, you hear them, and you're like, oh, I identify and understand you, but no, not me. Can't, mm. can't. Mm-hmm. So then, like later on, it was like, okay, something isn't right. Something, some I'm holding something back, and it's not letting me be, kind of thing. And when you feel that, it's like mm-hmm. so kind of, uh, I don't know, like an empty feeling kind of thing. So then the next thing was saying, oh, okay, maybe I am bi. Or, mm, you know, you try to justify it by mm-hmm. saying, I find men attractive too kind of thing. <laughs> and then you realize, oh, no, I'm gay. But the word lesbian didn't really roll out of my mouth mm. either. It was more like gay was easier to say. Why do you think that is? For you, for me, in my case, uh, I think because I had such a hard time, it was like um, it just made it more real. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, how do I identify? It's it's funny because people still ask. I'll say lesbian, and they're like, "Oh, really? Not queer or not like? Um, are you in transition?" And I was like, "Well, why? One, why does it matter? Two, is it because of my aesthetic, like buttoned mm-hmm. down, the shaved head, and stuff like?" It's like it's just my style. Mm-hmm. You like it? <laughs> do I'm you like, want to date do you, me? I was like, do you dig it? Because like you clearly you're me? you're curious. I'm like, yeah. I'll I'll walk up to you and be like, yeah. <laughs> you're, and then they say something like that. And I'm like, oh god. Because <laughs> I don't ask. I don't I don't ask um, women. Are you bi? Are you straight? Like, are, what you, are you? Yeah. What are you? I don't. I just. If they say they date women, I'm like, okay, there's a chance, mm-hmm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not, labels. I'm not into labels. I mean, I get them now. Mm-hmm. I understand them more and why people feel comfortable in having to have a label. It's a belonging, I think, mm-hmm. it's or sort a of connection. Like, yeah, it connects you to a community. community. And mm-hmm. I and I like to be connected more of like the humanness of things, mm. not. Although, I'm not going to lie, once I, like, jumped in this pool of lesbians, I was kind of excited because everyone was... It's funny because people are open and welcoming kind of thing in this small community. Yeah. You're like, you meet so many different types of people from everywhere. People that you probably wouldn't have met if you were so close-minded about or letting yourself be. It's just being true to yourself and letting yourself... Or letting society dominate how you think How you, you think be, you should, yeah. Right? They dictate yeah. how you think life should be for you. And when you have that... Well, it's, it's, it's easier said now, but when you're growing up, everything's dictated for you. Mm-hmm. Everything's sort of lined up for you. And if, um, if you don't do that, then you're sort of a rebellious, you know. Um, you make the family look bad and you become the black sheep mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. And are you uh, an only child, or do you have oh, siblings? Oh, I have siblings. Okay. For so me, I, I'm the only child, uh. so like I felt, I felt a lot of pressure, like when I was, you know, coming into accepting the fact that I am gay. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, well, 
what is my mom gonna think? Oh, I'm yeah. the okay. First of all, I'm the only <laughs> child like from my mom, uh-huh. and then she has siblings, mm-hmm. and they didn't have children, so it was just me like carrying on my whole family name, you know. So yeah. I felt like a little bit of guilt, like, well, well, the thing is that family they put you know, um, you see them struggle and I mean, work really hard. So when you see that, and they're doing everything for you to have a better life, and they put you on a pedestal. And everyone puts you on a pedestal. And then you tend to be that good kid that everyone wants. But inside of you, you have a little thing, something that's not right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how do you break it? Yeah. And it's, it's funny because I, I admire those kids who are like, at the time, I admired the kids that were like rebellious and stuff like yeah, that. But like I knew at, that I couldn't get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that I was like, oh, that's wrong. But I can't. And then later on in life, I was like, it kind of helps build character. Yeah. So I was I, if I was to have kids, I think I wouldn't be as strict. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Mm-hmm. It's like I might turn into my parents, you know, like umbrella everywhere. Protect and you, them. And, you know, like I see why parents are like that. There's oh, so I, much crazy shit that, excuse me. Yes, there's, there's so craziness much crazy out there. stuff that goes on. Oh, no, I appreciate like, everything that they did now. Like looking back, I'm like, wow, they were, they knew what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Before and yeah. and they stopped it right before every like every thought I had about doing something they were like ixnay mm-hmm. because they were from what I see uh, they were always there didn't matter how much they worked yeah they were they were in your life they were constant time. it wasn't we were um, their priority mm-hmm. and their main focus of we were their happiness mm-hmm. in a way which it's is beautiful. sad and, and beautiful at the same time. So, so how do they feel? Like, I mean, are you out to your family or? I'm out to. I'm out to most the majority of the family. Okay. Uh, Like my sister, um, my cousins, my parents. They know, but we don't talk about Mm -hmm. it. It's the elephant in the room kind of thing. They don't, and whenever I bring it up, they kind of dismiss it. Um, So So it's not like they don't. It's like they're not gonna keep you out of the family or anything like that but they don't talk about it but they don't it talk about it with me which sometimes feels isolating you know it does because, because they don't ask middle, me they right? don't they don't ask me and when i do try to bring it up it's more like um it's it's, it's like mm, no because then it's real for me and then i'm broken mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's i don't know I'm not quite sure. It's like people always say, just, you know, just say it. Rip the Band-Aid off. And I was like, no, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not it's the not same. Because you also want to be respectful to your Yeah, parents. I was like, if it was, the way I see it is if it was really hard for me, there was, like, uh, there was expectations that I had for myself. And mm-hmm. then seeing that, the way I dealt with it, I'm like, wait, if I myself had a hard time, and everyone around me reacted really nice and openly. They're like, yes, you finally came out. We were waiting for you. And I was like, all this time you knew? You could have helped me out. You know, like friends and yeah. close family. They were like, we knew. So was, if everyone already in my circle knows, then the people that care about you the most know. Kind yeah. of thing. And they don't ask me about anything. I dress the same. You don't kind change of thing. I, I don't change. I, I go in and I'm like this, the same person mm-hmm. you see. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if I'm going out with somebody, I'll say I'm going out with so and so, and they kind of go, "Oh, okay." They changed it. Mm-hmm. They change it. But they, they change won't it. Ask you like, so how's everything going with so and so? No, yeah, no. Or, or they yeah. can tell if I like someone too, because they they also be like, they you, their expression changes. They're like, <laughs> yeah. But then I have moments where that was like, a raised eyebrow. A raised oh. eyebrow. But anyway, 
yeah. So that's the same thing with my mom. Like, my mom is awesome. And she has met many of my partners. Not that I've had many. That comes out right. comes out. <laughs> wow. That many of my partners. Partners. Many of my you, partners. So you're like a player? <laughs> Whoa. A serious monogamous theater no. kind of thing. I mean, you know. Um, As I spin met- <laughs> around in my chair. <laughs> Tell me met, more. <laughs> she's met like some of my partners before. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't think she'll say like, oh, how is it going? You know, it's more about me just being open and talking about it and being like, you know, hey. Yeah. This is my situation. Oh, and, no. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. I, I don't, normally I wouldn't say if I was going on a date with somebody mm-hmm. until like later on. Lately I've been, if I'm going on a date with somebody, I actually, and she'll ask my mom. Yeah. I'll say, oh, I'm going out to dinner with so-and-so. And I'd say the name before it was like, oh, I'm going out with a friend. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, that kind of relationship. So it was more. But right. she's always, and then she, the, the weirdest question is like, how do you find them? <laughs> Where do you find these friends? You Where know? do they come I'm from? I'm like the streets. No, I don't say the streets. I just picked them up like, hey, girl. I was like, hey. Hey, up? come over here. <laughs> Is that like, how you pick no. up women? <laughs> do you like pick them up on the street? Like, no. Okay, no. Oh, God, I'm the worst. Online dating? Oh. Tinder? Oh, yeah, yeah. The really? unconventional way. It's probably the easiest way, too. I've never tried Tinder before. Tinder? I, I think it's... Uh, I've only done... I say easy... Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. so you know. Yeah. It's... I say easier in in the fact that people I think want to meet mm-hmm. immediately, and it's different. I think it's different yeah, in a okay straight. Cupid is okay, like... Cupid is like pen pal, <laughs> pen pal status. Yes. Like be my friend. Like, so are we gonna message forever? Are we gonna like actually meet up? Yeah, because how? I feel like there's a lot of room for like sketchiness on Okay Cupid. Oh no, know? I quit that. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. No. <laughs> yeah, I think Tinder is more immediate. Like immediate. I actually want to. Whatever, or maybe you want to hook up. You get up. a number, yeah. Like, I mean, well, whoever whatever. wants whatever. to hook up, whatever your thing is. But it's 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 more instant, instant yes. As opposed to like, okay, Cupid, you could be. Yeah, and if if, if it doesn't forever. flow, and if it doesn't flow like quick on on Tinder messaging, if you don't get the number right away, then you're you not gonna on. get it. You move on. You move yeah. on to the next. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like I have time to be moving on to the next too. I have my own things to take care of and right. it's like who has time I was just saying, who has time for dating? There's no time mean? of the day. Like I don't know. Okay, so what I mean is if you're working late mm-hmm. and then Are you working late? Uh not all the time, but mm-hmm. I, I do mm-hmm. occasionally. And then I'm trying to hit the gym because keeping it nice. Keep it nice. There it is. Oh, oh keeping it nice. Yeah. <laughs> keeping it nice and tight. Oh. Hey. No, that's important working now. Right? I do it mainly for my um, mental health kind yeah. of. Yeah. Do you meditate? I, keep, I just recently started in, actually this summer, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine invited me to um, – meditation group we we started doing yoga mm-hmm. in brooklyn and then she was like hey i'm you gonna live in go brooklyn? actually no i live in astoria oh but okay. i travel everywhere okay. i'm not one of those they go oh no i can't I go like too far in brooklyn i'm like oh yeah i'm like the last hold out everyone i meet is brooklyn oh really where am <laughs> i yeah i live uptown oh okay yeah uptown fuck you up uptown fuck you up <laughs> <laughs> okay wait so you said by day you are a video editor. Yes. What does that mean? I don't break it down. Break it down. Okay, so ba day. Um, basically, I just sit in an office. I get video clips and I edit, cut them, um, and then post them on the website 
for them to, like lawyers, this is a continuing legal education mm. system. So what they do is if they can attend the, um, the seminar or watch it live on the webcast, they subscribe to it and oh. get the on-demand sessions. That's awesome. Yeah, so, cool. so we're in a space right now that's like a studio. Yeah, this is the right? green room. Um, we'll Literally leave. with a green room. Yeah. Black back backdrop. Yeah. Why is it green? I've well, that, that makes it easy when you're editing. You can add a different um, environment. We you can, can have like a cityscape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basic. So it depends on how you light it. Like. Uh, everything needs to be balanced out. And then uh, when you cut the green out of your shot, you can place yeah. something else. Oh, that's awesome. That's where all these lights are. We're still working on the lights. Are the lights like different backdrops? Or? No, the, the lights are just like <clears throat> these main lights here are for like the subject. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the, the ones in the back, um, we're trying to adjust, you know, to work one of those... Uh, uh, you learn as you go. Okay. Um, where you have stands too. Uh, so basically, it's depending on how we light. We're trying to work things out here. We don't normally shoot workshops, and okay. late as of late, we've been shooting more. Okay. So it's seeing what works and what doesn't work, and what we can take out mm. and make it look more interesting. And That's it depends cool. on what the if you say, let's call them producer, what they want. You know, they're yeah. producing the content, so they have a vision. So it's like educators come educators in here. Educators come in here, yes. They have a vision for what they want. What they, they want. And they usually want that. And then we edit based on what they Ooh, what they want. There's a team of five of you. Yes. And you're the only woman. Oh, yeah. It's always been how like that in like, production. How do you feel about that? Uh, I like it because it's, it's easy. I mm-hmm. mean, easy going. Like, there's yeah. no um, yeah, there's no drama. That's good. There's no drama. Like, uh, I mean, sometimes man brain drama. So I can attest to that. <laughs> But uh, no, it's pretty it's easy. Pretty it's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when I used to freelance back in the day, I used to freelance um, in film, independent films, oh. and I was mainly the uh, the minority. I was the only girl usually, mm. especially in post and, and all that also stuff. Also, like Latina and, and oh, Latina, everything. yes. And before I even knew it, even in the, my I, the way I identify my queerness, if yeah. I guess. Although I, I say queerness you, now, but I say it's more lesbian. Because whenever like lesbian. So, I like lesbian. Because yeah. I love women. Mm. So I was like, that's the term for me. Mm. You feel I like queer, queer is more uh, Queer is something open. that's more open now yeah. and, and used more. So it's it's entered my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, it's not like I, I have a specification. Like, there's people that say, no, I only identify queer or gender queer or something mm-hmm. they bring there's out all so these there's terms, so many terms like, for it and i'm like i get lost <laughs> in my own community i was like i was like wait you do you like me i was like do you like me <laughs> yes okay let's talk no okay let's keep it moving so okay let's let's talk about style because you have awesome style but and now we're gonna take a picture you see <laughs> so how do you feel your style affects your identity oh I think that's what's, what was hard about it. Hmm. Um, I think I said, I messaged you before saying how I identified with one of your... Yeah, uh, a, 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 the first was one. like the first one where yeah. you said how uh, it's, it's, you've seen the evolution of your style. Mm-hmm. And you've seen a thing where it's like it's, it's back to the beginning. Yeah. Where it's as a child. And um, 
I was noticing that too because, you know, you go home to your parents, they always say, I, that haircut, I, <laughs> this, you know, something's not yeah, right. Yeah. But whenever I'm dressed like this, they're like, oh, you look, you look good, you know, whatever. Yeah. They, they compliment this, That's so awesome. it's good. Um, but yeah, there's something, something's off the cut. Usually the cut is was like, I, that brings the eye out. Um, so my mom's very honest and she's like, you were so much like, prettier with the with the long hair mm. and all that stuff and everyone seems to like the long hair but mm. you know I like both so and I like change hair is the one thing I can change and I don't cry about it it's more like okay it's I love grow back. changing it up I like it I'm but people I don't are hesitate so yeah. attached to your hair like other people oh, are yeah. attached Speak, to your hair that's, yeah. you know yeah it is they are they are because it's it's, it's like, some it's yeah. weird so but I get it because I was like when I was younger I used to cut my hair and they used to call. They used to say, "Oh, your son's so cute." To my dad, and he would be like, "Thank you." And I'm like, "But dad, I'm not a boy. They think I'm a boy." You know, one of those. What would he say? He would just say, "Thank you." Okay. He didn't say anything. No, but oh, to, to you, me, he was yeah. like, "It doesn't matter." Hmm. Yeah. So that's Do you what think I mean. From a young age, your parents had a sense of like your. I think they did. They, but they didn't understand it mm-hmm. because it's something that's not seen, or they have seen so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't see it as much either until I came into the city. I, I grew up in the suburbs, oh, so and okay. out in Long Island, so it was a little Long different. Island. Long Island, hey, Strong Island. Oh right, excuse me, Strong Island. <laughs> so it's yeah, no. So it's it's different coming into the yeah. city. You you see everything. A little, I think that's what I loved about this. Mm-hmm. So. Back to seeing uh, my style evolving, it was when she said that, I looked at, you know, we go through pictures. Sometimes a family member comes visiting and they're going through pictures. And I was like, oh, snap, look at this. A little tomboy all the way until high school. High school, there was a change because you're supposed to act a certain way, look a certain way, fit in, sort of. Although I never fit in even though I did look mm-hmm. different because I, I, I was so quiet and... I would just go into the band room and practice my saxophone. And you play the sax? Not anymore. Hey. I retired. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I retired. That's in the show. That was in the, uh, yeah. But, but going into college, you still have that style, like more femme style. Mm-hmm. And you look pretty. You feel pretty. But there's something not right. Mm-hmm. And then once I started going out into the uh, uh, gay community kind of thing, uh, going to lesbian parties and stuff, I, I started to feel different. There's something about me that felt right, and uh, that's when my style started changing. Hmm. But it was more like um, being myself, more honest about it, and not caring. Because you, you, if you think you look a certain way, people look at you differently. But what I got, what I got was, as soon as I started changing my style, people were very accepting. No hmm. one said you look better before. Everyone was like, "Damn, you look good," or "You look." I started fitting into. Or breaking out of my shell, basically. Yeah. And that is what people appreciated. It didn't even matter that uh, I wasn't wearing pink anymore, because I'll still wear pink. But like you know, a, a blouse, mm-hmm. or I never really wore skirts, but it was it would be like slacks. But yeah. it would be a very feminine blouse kind of thing. And slacks. And slacks. Yeah. And shoes yeah. and like a little bit of heel. But then some, you know, once I changed it, no one said anything, and I thought people were going to say something. Mm-hmm. So you and it's learn. Always that. It's always we that. Always it's always the fear, and then you out. realize that that there's always people always say, "Don't let fear stop you." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you realize that the obstacle that's there, it's always the one you create. It's not even the one people are creating. Because the, if you let people, if you if you care about what people think, 
you're creating that obstacle. Mm-hmm. Break it. That's deep. Break That's it. true. That's very true. <laughs> Go find a way it's, around it, and you find that you're happy, and they're happy too because you're showing your genuine self. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes people excited and, and gravitate towards, towards you, you, right? Yes. It's because you are in your natural element and your natural energy, and so you're radiating this positive, positive energy. energy. And people are like, ooh. But when you're in your own skin and you feel uncomfortable in it, And not like, understanding that. People are like, oh, okay. I think it's the not understanding. Yeah. Uh, it's not even, it's not too much of, it. it's fear, but then again, it's not understanding it. Yeah. Not yeah. understanding that you can different and if people look at you because the thing is when you're dressed like this people already know so they already know they just you're, it's out there so right. they're already judging you just by looks and if you have tattoos even more like they look at you they they don't just look at you they x-ray you from <laughs> from yeah. top to bottom yeah and then back into your eyes and then back to the bottom everything they it's a full body scan yeah That's so true. so you're coming out just by walking Every single day. Every single day. And I think for me, that was part of my evolution and coming into being comfortable with myself was like, I don't, I didn't like the fact that when I was first like trying to figure myself out Mm -hmm. and I would say like, oh, I'm dating a woman. People would usually say to me like, oh, but you're so pretty. Like, you know, how could you be gay? Like, I don't Oh yeah, I never got that. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And I would just be like... Okay, what does it mean to look like pretty. gay or to be pretty and you can't be gay? I don't know. There were all of these things, but I didn't like the idea of knowing that I have a strong feeling inside, but mm-hmm. not being able to sh- to like sort of show that in my presence outside. Mm-hmm. And so, as I was evolving and becoming more comfortable with myself and dressing myself the way, not that I thought society deemed what women are supposed to look like and be pretty or beautiful but what i felt pretty and beautiful as it became this yeah well I, well that's you the know? thing we let society influence yeah. us yeah. and then it's it's funny because it's it's not until your 30s that you feel more comfortable within your skin mm-hmm. because in, in your 20s you're 30s. still fi- you're you're, no you're still figuring yeah. out yeah you're still figuring it out kind yeah. of thing and uh, a lot of people Depending on how they're raised, I think they they're either real quick at it, you know. Mm-hmm. They like this is who I am, love it or hate it. And me, it was like that took me a long time. That took me a while to say. It's just, oh, okay. it's just, it's probably the AC. Um, no, it took me a while to be love it or hate it because I had to love it. Mm-hmm. And I think once you love it, if you have that love within already, then people will either love it or hate it. But you won't care because there's a love within mm-hmm. you. And it's like, it's a, it doesn't matter if you come in a loving, from a, a loving family, because that doesn't always mean you have love within. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. weird. Because people think that if you come from a loving family, if you're surrounded by love, you should always have love within, but you don't. Yeah. And it's, it's really about coming to understand yourself, and in understanding yourself, then that love really comes alive. All right, cool. So you have a tattoo that goes from your elbow to like your what's that it's is my your forearm, forearm? Yeah, oh right it's my forearm. <laughs> so i know right it's like tell it's us from, about it it's from my elbow it? to my wrist oh okay that's <laughs> what i meant <laughs> but it's on my forearm and it's actually a peacock feather um which means uh rebirth mm. and uh it has a heart or uh, no oh. i mean it has a heart in the center yeah i like yeah. that i'm all about love yeah um and then i have a part of a quote it's rest and reason move and passion 
and it's by Khalil Gibran. I might be pronouncing his name wrong, but um, I like it because it kind of says that life is a balance mm. about being, if you want to be happy in a state of happiness, it's balancing your passion, but within reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't know how to how to live that way. It's either passion, too much passion, and then it's about um, not caring about tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. like the because mo- it's all about living in the moment, but also being conscious that every action has a consequence. Mm-hmm. Consequence, and that's that's within reason. Um, yeah, but it depends on how you're also raised. So I was too much in within reason that I let passion didn't even let it come out. And then once passion came out, I was like, oh wow, this feels this feels great. Mm-hmm. There's like this animal in me. I saw it. It's sleeping out and it want it was it's been caged in. But then letting it out was uh, like a little monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no, we gotta tame it back. Yeah. So you have to show a little bit of that side, both sides. Mm-hmm. You'll be um, able to walk, walk with that. W- walk with both your animal side and your mm. well, Do you have version. a spirit animal? I think it's a tiger. Oh, why? I don't know. I can just see it. You feel like it's a tiger? I see it. Yeah. I think like, mine is a bird. <laughs> Ow! Like, yeah. I can see it, especially sometimes the way I move. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I think I think mine would be a bird. I feel a very close affinity with them. Yeah, I don't know why. But I, I, I mean, always... I like the idea of birds, but I'm not crazy about birds. But you like tigers. You feel them. Yeah. I, mm, I mean, I have a dove. I like what it represents, oh. but you wouldn't see me holding a dove. A dove tattoo. A dove yeah. tattoo, yeah. I like that. Clarify. What's a star? Oh, is it a sun? It's, it's, just, it's a, a little star. star. Yeah, no. it's like a peace. Okay. The way I interpret it, um, and the reason I got it was like peace within. Mm. And that's when I came out mm. to oh, myself. Got, okay. When I came out to myself. And then th- that was a different process. And then coming out to people, I was like, mm-hmm. 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 But it's so I know. Fun. I know. So are there any, like you mentioned, you have a favorite poet. Are there any books that you've read that really motivated you or inspire you? It's funny because I, um, uh, what was it? I, th- I think I wrote it down. It was Tipping the Velvet. Oh, the red vel- yes. That was so good. Tipping the Velvet. Like, okay, so it takes me a lot to get into a book, like a yeah, fiction, fictional that one, book. That one I was read instant. that book. Yes. Cover to cover in like a day. Uh, and you can know. relate to it. Yes. That's a good. If you are coming out, you've been out, whatever, it's a really great book because it's very detailed. It's got a lot of history in it. And it's just, mm, girl. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's intense. It's <laughs> and intense. there's a film too. I never saw the film. What was I never, I, I've been look, I, I was looking for it. I couldn't find it. I was trying to look for it in Netflix. Where did I see it? Maybe they might have taken it off. I don't know. Does Netflix take stuff off? Yeah, they do. They yeah. Do. Um, yo, actually, it's funny because my friend, she would always be like, "Sandra, you need to come out of the closet already. Come out." I was like, "I am out of the closet." She's like, "Mm-mm." <laughs> what? I was like, "I am out of the closet. You see me going out doing this and that." She was like, "So she's like, I have a book for you." So she she's straight. Mm. She's like, "It's really good. Read it." So she gave it to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" Just like that. And it was, it was, it was, it was really good. Don't the tipping the velvet. Yeah. And I was like, I kept everything. it, and I was like, you didn't I, give it back? I didn't give it. No, she Are gave you one it of to those me. Friends? No, she said, <laughs> she said, this is a gift. 
Oh, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't, uh, no, I'm not one of those. I give it back. But she said, here, this is a gift. And I was like, do you want it back? Because if you want it back, that means I have to read it faster. There's pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's pressure. I can't take a month like or two months. It's like something from the library. Yeah. There's pressure because you have to return it within a couple of days. But there was no pressure in reading it that I actually read it. Mm-hmm. I can't be for pressured pleasure. into it. For pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. That's a really good book. It was a really good book. And then recently, uh, over, like, uh, back in February, I, uh, another friend, uh, recommended In Her Day. Hmm, I don't know. Tell us about that. What is that? That's also about lesbians coming in, like, living in the city. Hmm. Sort of relevant to what's going on today. In Her Day. Yeah, it's by, um, Rita Brown. Hmm. And I didn't know about her. Apparently she has a, a lot of. I've heard her name before, but I haven't I think, read any of her work. I think I I might have heard her name before, and okay. it just kind kind of went in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apparently everyone knows about her. Yeah, I've, especially I've, everyone in the in, in, the, our, community. in our community. Yeah, awesome. I'm like, well, maybe I'm. Not, this is this is. I wasn't really. I wasn't reading the right books. Maybe mm. that's why. You know what? Actually, I tell everyone this too. Um, made it easier to come out too was uh, the L word. Yes. Because you're seeing how they live. I mean, I know life isn't like that, but <laughs> you see that, that it's there. There's a visibility of it that you're like, oh, that's how I kind of feel. Visibility is it's everything. so important. Like, I never understood it until it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, I didn't even... Like, I knew I was different, mm-hmm. but I didn't see anyone who was Resemble. like me yeah. actually living life, doing the thing every yeah. day. Yes. So it wasn't until I got to college when I actually saw other lesbians that I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, no. I can actually do this. There are actually other women out there who date other women. You find yourself, you find yourself staring, but not because oh, I, was staring. I was staring, but <laughs> I, was, I wasn't staring because I was like, oh, my God. I was like, wait. They're okay. You can do this, and I was like, "It's it's rediscovering these things that you had inside." Yeah, Uh, it's like everything aligns. Yes, yeah. And they say everyone has their um their uh, journey. Mm -hmm. No one's the same, and it's true. No one can push you to come out. You can't regret coming out late or too young. It's you learn something with everyone that comes into your life. You Mm -hmm. learn something about yourself. Something good, something bad. Uh, and there's a better understanding of who you were meant to be. Mm. Like the play Rent. I loved it. Oh, when Rent, I saw it, yes. I, and I, who did I love? The lesbians. <laughs> of course. And I was like, and I was still like hiding, you know, within. But I was like, but you felt it. Felt, I felt the connection. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my God, I love this. I mean, I remember the first time I was. Uh, well, and because I went to an all women's college, it was called first years instead I wish of I would have gone instead to of an freshmen. We said first year. <laughs> yeah, I mean that probably helped me a lot. That would have helped me a lot more. It was something where the universe told me to go to this school, right? So um, I'm at a party. It was mm-hmm. like my first college party, and I'm walking. Like maybe I was walking out of the party, but like I'm walking out, and as I'm walking out, there's like this group. Like to my right, whatever, of women like dancing like with each other. They're not like you know, like, see, not like in a circle. Like you no, know, no. But like, see, here's the thing. In 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 
in the Latin community, women dance with each other. You dance salsa, bachata, mm. and it's it's like you're just dancing with your. So it's not. It's not like it, yeah. So women dancing with each other was fine, but no, I get it when you. They were like you know they were like, like they were like different. There's they a were like there's riding a, on each there's other. There's a masculine energy as yeah. well. Yeah, and, and so I was weird. like, huh. And I remember just staring. You know, oh, yeah. not like a creep ball, but like I mean, probably my, maybe what, it that's was probably what, <laughs> that's behind the doors. That's probably. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I want to join. No, that's probably <laughs> what I look like, but it was more like I was in awe of the. You fact don't look that, like, like that now. Let me just tell you. No, <laughs> thank you. But I was like in awe of the fact that like that was something people were doing and it was comfortable and it was mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And I remember leaving the party and being like. Oh my god! And like awakened something in me where I was like, oh, "Okay, like something clicks." So th- this means this could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was, a- and then I started to like explore it a little bit more. But it no. was about seeing, like you're saying, it's, it's, it's about seeing it. It is about seeing it, yeah. and it's and it's a click. Something connects. Um, uh, like I remember when I went out the first time here in the city. Uh, I went into the. So since where did I you come, go? I think at the time it was called Eden or something. Eden's party. Eden. Yeah. I think I, think I remember so. that. And I went in and I went like lesbians come out late to play. <laughs> and I um I I didn't know. It says the party starts at whatever, like mm-hmm. happy hour. Mm-hmm. So I go in and there's no one there. Maybe like one or two folks. And I thought I was like, "Well, this just this is just like networking. I do this all the time for film. I go into you know, you, you work and then you go into a party and mm. you network and I can talk to people. No, I went in and I looked around and I was like, ah, no, not for me. I walked away. Mm. I circled around the block and I, I tried going back in and I was like, mm. so then I picked out the time out in New York and I was like, when's the next party? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I didn't go to the next party. I, I was invited to, um, karaoke night at Stonewall. From a, a friend that worked here, he was a coworker at mm-hmm. the time, and I didn't know what Stonewall was or I the just knew car- or the history it. behind yeah. it. And so when he invited me out, I didn't think anything. We've gone out before, so I had I was in Brooklyn. I came back. Um, I get in there, and it's like I'm like having a great time, and all of a sudden I'm dancing around, and I look, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> What is this? What is this going on here? As I'm dancing, I was like, "Ooh, I kind of dig it. I mm-hmm. dig it." And I and I all of a sudden I was like a little boy in a candy store. I mm-hmm. wanted to be in there, mm-hmm. I, and and then that's where it started. I started going out more, meeting more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't have lesbian friends until mm-hmm. I started going out. Until when you started going out, oh, that's when you built yeah. Your all my friends. great friends are are straight, and they all knew I was gay. Mm. And they're still in my life right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Th- th- this is how they embrace me. Oh, come here, sugar baby. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad you finally came out. That's and then, so and it's funny because they've seen the evolution of me too, and they're like, uh, they just embrace it. It's like, oh, you sexy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> but that's always great. Like when. You friends. know, your friends accept you and really accept you. Not say like, oh, well, wait, why are you changing like this? Or like question you, but sort of embrace and go along with you in your evolution. I have such great friends. Yeah. They, they were, I think, the truth is they made everything so much easier for me. Mm. Because I didn't see that when, 
when I came out to myself, I thought, and this is a while back, it's, uh, but I remember it because it's like I remember the fear of losing people. You hear so many stories. You lose mm-hmm. people. And I'm like affectionate. And I'm thinking, I hope they never, I didn't really come on to them. And uh, no, they're, they, from the moment they met me, they knew, some of them didn't know right away. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. But they're still like embracing it. And that matters. And that, that matters. matters. That matters because... a lot because I didn't know. So the fact that knowing now that they still embrace it just made me love them even more. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're family. You. Mm-hmm. They're totally family. Friends are the family that we choose. You it's know? true, and so and it's so valuable. Oh, so valuable. They're important. Yeah. They make things better. Shout out to all our friends for sure. You friends. know, straight, gay, everything else, everything in between, <laughs> the whole spectrum <laughs> that hold us down. That's very important. So one thing I like to talk about is a shiro shout out. Meaning. What is that? A woman hero, Shiro, Shiro. Right? <laughs> that you really admire or that has helped guide guide your life. It can be like a family member, an ancestor. It can be someone you've read about or studied, whatever. Do you do you have one? Or would you like to make a shout out to anyone? Oh, wow. I could be a... Uh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. It could be two people. It could be two people. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I, I tend to really... Gravitate to those driven, those who are driven, they have, it's not just about um, parties or anything like that, it's, it's about having balance. I find that if, if I meet someone that kind of seems like they have their shit together or their things together, mm. uh, I gravitate to them and I'm inspired by them. Um, someone that I look up to, I think maybe everyone does, uh, it's Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. I love the the quirkiness. Uh, she's naturally, and she looks happy. And you can see her evolution as well, how hard it was. Mm-hmm. And she had no one there, and she was still like, you know what? I'm going to be me. So just seeing that and seeing how uh, she's grown, it's like it makes things seem better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know things will be better because you've, yourself have witnessed it in your own life and it's not the same but if it's if it's making you i think as long as anything would if you're growing and becoming better a better person then it's good and if you're looking up to those people that that you've seen them struggle uh, and they're not letting the negative hold them back kind of thing that you can do it too yeah that's always very shout out to ellen i know right Every day, dressing fly on her show. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I have a question. It's Mm -hmm. just come to me. So earlier, um, you mentioned being Latina, Mm -hmm. right? In terms of identity. Mm -hmm. And people questioning, like, okay, so you're a New Yorker, but, like, where are you really from? One of the things that I get asked that a lot, too, Mm -hmm. is, like, I say, oh, I'm from New York. People are like, Okay, but really, like, where's your family from? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, from here. And they're like, from here, but you're black, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, well, um, I remember, like, American, I'm African-American. Yeah. But when I was first coming out, I had a lot of trouble, like, um, trying to figure out, could I be black and gay in terms of, like, my identity? Like, which one... Which one should mm. I be first? 
you know mm. am women. i woman uh, right you are like, women <laughs> but you know what i mean no, like yeah. am i black first am i gay first like i don't know do you have that sort of do you ever think about that in terms of your identity or do you do you like being latina do you do you feel like like I have to clarify or pick a side. Yeah, kind of thing. is that ever something for you? No, because I, I I think that um. I I mean I understand why people need to box you in yeah. and box to, I don't it's like to that. better understand something about you, and I mean we do it too. I, I you feel a connection when someone's close to you, meaning yeah. like there's they have a better understanding of how you're living or the struggles, because not everyone sees those struggles, but. I like to just say I am woman, mm. and that's how I identify myself. And I love women, kind of thing. But um, I, I mean, I get that question, and you can see the intensity in people's eyes when they ask you, mm. because it's like I need to know, so I can and understand, so I can who, understand you are. who you are. Yeah. Uh, I had someone uh, recently. I did. Um, I was in the uh, LGBT fashion show for uh, Corinne and Finch. Shirts. Oh, kind of thing. So I was actually awesome. modeling. I was doing the sexy. Yes. A guy approached me, and he was just like, he liked my style. Mm-hmm. It was very uh, that was noticeable, uh, and the way he looked at me. So he was just like, "You, where are you from? Like, I must know where you're from. You have an ex- so when someone says I have an exotic look, I laugh because I'm like, what What does that mean? I hate that. Exotic, <laughs> exotic to me is like, I don't know. Amazonian sort of yeah you know so to so he had to him exotic can mean different things to many different people it's your uh, preference I guess or was he may I ask a man of color or was he a white person he was a a man of white (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean exoticizing people of color that's like Uh, yeah you know yeah so it's a little and I guess my I mean it's winter so I'm not as tan but but you know what I mean. Yeah. So so he had, and then he was just like uh, asking me if the person I was with was my girlfriend. So I just said yes. I'm like yeah. <laughs> I'm like we're just uh, yes, yeah. my girlfriend. Got closer. Because why did he have to know? Like why? Mm-hmm. Why do you need to know all mm-hmm. this information? Mm-hmm. But he just said, oh, I thought you were uh, Filipino, and I was like, thanks, I get that a lot. I was like, no, but he needed to know my nationality mm-hmm. so that he can understand, so he can understand. You. and then he yeah. was like and then he just said no you're very cute and good looking i like your style and i was like thank you can i just be that i like your style right why does cute. it have to be why does it have to be uh why do you why do they become a detective and why does that why do i feel like i have to give you my dna mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a chart yeah. yeah so that you can better understand me why can't you say oh i really like her style she's awesome yeah I'm i like, like her swagger where is she from yeah that's it. New York. That's why you got the New York swag. New, New York, York swag? <laughs> yeah. No, that's so true. Um, but, then, you know, it's funny because no yeah. one sees it or understands it. Uh, but you, you get it. Yeah. I know. It's, it's... New Yorkers do have a unique style, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was in that. Cali, and I felt cool. I felt like I had games. <laughs> I was like, what? You know, and they were like, chat. are you from New York? You're like, yeah, I am. That's right. <laughs> it yeah. felt good. Like you, all of a sudden, you're noticeable. Mm-hmm. They notice you. Mm-hmm. I love. New I need York to. Style. I need to move to Cali probably with my New what? York style. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Every time I try to move to another city, though, I feel like off. Yeah, it's like not quite me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's something about New York that's like. Oh yeah, no. New York gets me. 
No, I hear yeah, you. In a way because that other cities, like, I can live in another city, but it's just... I can adapt. I would rather stay here. Mm-hmm. But uh, winter comes, it's always, like, it makes... It, then I'm like, where do I go? Where where can I go? How Somewhere can I get warm. some How sun? can I get some sun? I need some vitamin D. I know. I need light. I need sunshine. I can't... And, like, I love the beach. I know. I can't... I can't live it. I can't wait. It. It's, I know, coming, it's coming. It's coming soon. It's coming. We got a little taste this uh, yeah. weekend, I think, right? It's the coming. weekend wasn't that cold. Yeah. But, um... Oh. Yeah, tell me. Ask me. What makes you innovative? In, in what aspect? Like... Hmm. I feel like you were going to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Someone else asked me. In my style-wise, or... Like, yeah, if you would like to talk about that, or just about your drive, or anything. I think I'm a very positive person. I try. Um, and Not that I try, I think it's just natural. I mean, like, I have my... I let my days... I have a downer day, but then it's like, okay, get back up. Mm. Um, innovative with my style, I think it's... I just let it um, be free. Whatever feels right, and let it go, kind of go mm. with it. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not looking to. When I dress, is not looking to impress people. It's more like, how do I feel comfortable? How do I feel today? Yeah. Do I feel blue? Do I feel gray? <laughs> feel... It's what I, speaks I tend to you. To speaks to me. Yeah. 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 Me too. I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. If there is somebody who is interested, because you're a video editor, you're a lesbian who tag person. Right. If there's someone who's just starting out and maybe they're going to school, maybe they don't know what they want to study, but they're interested in media. Because, I mean, I feel like now everything is like media, media driven. How could they or what do you, what advice do you have for them? How can they get into such an awesome career, career that you're in? I think it's, it, you have to be focused as to what it is you want. Once you have focus, you f- you can sort of move forward. Um, if they're when when they're focused, they know what, if they know what it is they want, they can kind of have a contact hmm. contact that person. And if they're in school, I would say intern at a place that you see yourself working at. Because once you're there, you'll know if you want to continue. Because school and life is different. Hmm. What do you mean? School kind of teaches you. Um, how to, it teaches you how to think better, but but life is the practice of it. When you're there dealing with the everyday, you're learning things that you don't learn at uh, in school. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how expensive that school is. They're teaching you theories, but in reality, the theories, you don't use them that much mm-hmm. in practice. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Things keep changing, especially in this field. Everything's technology, and it changes. So you just, as long as you keep up with the day-to-day, what's new, how does it work, why does it work, and can you use it, then you should be okay. okay. So there are no, like, so intern at places that you're interested in, sort of make sure you keep up to date. Keep up to, yeah, keep up to date. And then, you know, have a real focus and find mentors mm-hmm. that maybe can help you along the way. Well, yeah, they can connect you to different people. Um, Also, if there's questions, because sometimes you don't know exactly. I mean, I fell into this. I didn't know what I wanted. Oh, you fell into it? I fell into it. How? um, 
how did I fall into it? That's a good question. I knew that I liked uh, communications and film. And then, um, I don't know where I just started working in film festivals hmm. and meeting people. And then that's when I, f- I realized I had a knack for schmoozing or talking to people. Because like, I was really shy, which is the funniest thing. When people hmm. meet me now, they're like, you were shy? You were that person? <laughs> they're like, you're a social butterfly. I was like, now, I guess I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I am a butterfly. Um, yeah, it was just meeting people and then it, it was an interest a curiosity of what that was and saying, yes, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then learning as I went. Hmm. I mean, I did go to school for communications, but I didn't learn how to, um, you know, you can go to school and then you're a, pro- a production assistant and you're just there stopping people from walking. Yeah, in, you know? right, exactly. So then you can, lo- there's a lot of aspects that you don't learn in school. You don't know. You're like, oh, I want to be in the movie business, but you don't know that you start off as a production assistant and you're there 16 hours, 12 hours, and all you're doing is blocking people, driving people, getting coffee, getting lunch. And that can be also like draining and then mm-hmm. not motivating mm-hmm. because that's not what you want. You're like, I want to be that person. So as long as you know what rank you want, you work towards that. You're not stuck in a specific thing because people do get stuck in mm-hmm. one er- specific thing. And it depends on what, because they're not focused as to what it is they're looking for. Mm -hmm. You can write your own projects. If you want to do film, you start writing your own scripts and you start directing. And nowadays you can just direct with a a digital camera. You don't need film. I mean, it looks better, but it's expensive. You can edit everything on your computer and enter it in film festivals. Shorts. Do shorts. Because it's a little quicker. Mm. If you want to get started with that. And and really, like, I mean, technology is such that, right? Like, so I do this podcast on GarageBand. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really opened up the scope of, of who can, who can produce things. Yeah. And, and then you just put it up on yeah. your, on your website. People start noticing it. It's, it's being, again, visibility, being out there, putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And if people like your contact or like a direction you're going, they reach out and yeah. you get noticed. Yeah. So that's the same that. thing with film and whatever. If if you want to be a filmmaker, start making films. So mm-hmm. if you want to be a photographer, start shooting. Because that's, that's the only way you learn. Yeah. It's I mean, trial and error, and you just keep going. You grow, but to get better, you need to understand your camera, your equipment. You you need to understand. There's a a style that you have that you don't realize that you gravitate towards. If you like um, a specific uh, director or or writer or whoever, whatever it, uh, you decide to do, um, people sort of uh, copy or Im- like imitate, but that's also flattering, you know, mm-hmm. for the artist himself. Or you can make that better. You copy something. That's uh, being an artist. You copy an idea and then you just and then you build, trend, on, build it. on it. Yeah, yeah. And and as you're building, you you cater, you create something that you didn't know yourself, you mm-hmm. had in you, or you can work on things. But the thing is, like being a, when you're working in your own craft, it's something that you're passionate about. So you're, it doesn't matter how long you're working. But then you also have to be open to work with other people and giving them what they see, understanding their vision. And can you do that? Which can be hard. Which it's really hard. It's yeah. not easy. Because it's not like what you want exactly. You can't put a you're picture using in my mind. Your skill to help to like sort Plus, of 
facilitate, facilitate what that. someone else wants to get across. And they don't know how to use the, the reason they're hiring you is for that specific <laughs> skill. So if they had that skill or patience, because it requires patience mm-hmm. to edit or anything, whatever you do, um, it, it requires also uh, understanding what it is they want, communicating. And everything comes down to being a great communicator. Communicate what it is you want and have an understanding. And also be honest with yourself. Can I give you what you want? Hmm. If I can't, usually when people ask me if they need a photographer, I'm like, well, what is it you're looking for? Yeah. And then I'm honest. I don't take a job that um, I don't understand the vision or I don't, I haven't done it. Like I'm not, I'll do it, but then I don't charge as much as well mm-hmm. because it's it's like wait this is new and different i'll charge you for all the stuff i'm renting or getting uh but then my job it's, then my job counts too so then you have to create a budget and all mm-hmm. stuff but it's being honest with with yourself and not cheating them mm. or cheating someone to like you know what i mean yeah being honest with yourself what you can, can do. do and what you can't do it but then when you're working with, like, if you have a partner or a friend that wants to work together and create something, but there's no money involved, then there's room for error and growth at the same time. So mm-hmm. you can be like, and you're honest. You're like, I haven't done this, but we can try mm-hmm. this. And you work on it. You learn. Um, but when there's money involved, it adds pressure. I know. It money and finances pressure. is, in the business world, as an entrepreneur, it's very challenging. It's challenging. Yeah. It adds pressure. Um one, and then also your confidence. Like, you could be confident about your task. In this case, uh, like my photography, I'm confident in that I know what I'm doing. I understand my camera. I understand how to talk to people. But then there's money involved, and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> how do I get this? Because now it's like, wait, you really got to love this. Yeah. And then I think for women, sometimes it's hard to put a price on our, our skill and our work, you Is know? It- and, like, it's... Is it women? I'm not sure because all my friends, are, the majority are women, and they always would say, they would always, like, um, lecture me because I'd be like, you're charging too low. She's, And this is how they would say it, like, how much were supplies? How mm. much How much was the time you put into it? Now add that together. I was like, damn, girl, that's too much. And they would say, and why would is it just, too much? Why is it too yeah. much? And then it's like, it's so it's self-worth and value yeah. that you have to understand. Because it, think about it. Uh, if you like my tattoo, if I wanted a tattoo, I go to an artist that I like and I go here. This is my skin. Yeah. <laughs> this is the canvas paint. create. But I don't usually say create. I have an idea of what I want. And we talk. They're just, there's a, I communicate well as to what I want. Mm-hmm. And, but then I'm okay with like, it might not, but you kind of know that the, their work. But you're willing to pay. Like, what they ask you, you're not going to downgrade. You're like, oh, can we get that in a, a sale price? Right, price? you want the, you you want want the highest, the highest price. price. Yeah. So if, if this small piece is that expensive, why am I? So I have to, have to sort to of lecture for, yourself. for myself. Like, yeah. okay, you know what? This, you know, a, a tattoo nowadays is what? It depends so on the shop. Expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. Like an hour is like one fifty, depending on where you go. Maybe two hundred. Mm. You know, it depends. It depends. It depends. So, what's next for you? Like, what is your, what is your next big project? What do you want to do? I'm still figuring that out. It's uh, uh, right now. Like I was saying, I was thinking about moving. 
And mm. it's more like, okay, if I move, do I want to continue in this career? What do I want to change? What do I like about this career? Which is editing. How do I grow within mm. my field? Um, so that's still a work in progress mm. kind of thing. And I think it's awesome to be at a point where you're a work in progress and you're thinking through what your next steps yeah. are and you're living in the now. Oh, the living in the now is easier said than done, but mm. it, it works when you get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not an everyday thing. Sometimes you're in the now, 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 and all of a sudden you're like, oh. <laughs> thinking about either the past or the future, and that gets in the way. Mm-hmm. You get nowhere by thinking in the past or in the future. I know. And so one thing I'm really talking talking to myself right because you have to talk to yourself and motivate yourself sometimes you do. just don't do it out in public not in public because then it you look scary and then no one will want to date you and then you know what i mean no, just kidding some people might want to date you i'm kidding no um, i've had it where i act like i'm singing a song <laughs> like i'm walking my dog and i was like oh fuck oh sorry I, oh man i forgot to uh to you know buy something yeah and then i see someone walking by and, like, and i was like do 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 I don't know what I'm singing, kind of thing. But the, I think the most important thing has been learning to start where you are with what you have. You know, yeah. like you said, if you have a camera, use it and build. And, you know, if you have people that you like who do photography, learn about their work and sort of like you can copy it or emulate it. And then you'll find your own path. But it's okay to just start. And, and I build. think, and also, and the people that are out there that already have their career, you know, set and to be willing to help other people. Like a lot of people like to withhold information mm. and it's like, it took, it was hard for me. So I'm gonna let it be hard for you. And was, that's not no. wise. That's not good. Um, if you're out there and people are asking you for information or how to just give the information, it's good. Cause you never know where life is going to take you. Mm-hmm. You don't know if tomorrow you'll need that person. Yeah, so you should always be so kind. Be kind. Because you never know. Be kind to one another is what I'm saying. I Actually, that. I was thinking, um, yeah. uh, my, um, I was taking some dance classes, salsa. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's a queer salsa what? at the Ritz on Mondays. I'm oh, going to do a I shout like out about that. that shout out. Want. Yeah, it's The Ritz awesome. on Mondays. Yes. Mondays okay. night at 7. At 7. Um, so I was thinking about how everything's a balance and we all have a hard time balancing our life especially people that I meet, it's like either they work too much or don't work too much or or you're out too much and you can't do the things you mm-hmm. like or you're unsatisfied unsatisfied with your appearance. Mm-hmm. And people always say, oh, this year I'm going to go to the gym and then it doesn't happen. So uh, I was saying how life is about balance and balance is like a dance. Mm. Um, it's a give or take kind of thing because you, you, when you put in, you win you gain something. And it's also the unexpected little twirls that make things exciting. Mm. When I'm dancing with people, I love it. I'm not great, but I do love it. It's You feel free and you feel you're in the moment because you're, with each movement, you're creating something new. Mm. I love that. That's like a metaphor for life. It is a metaphor. I love that. I remember, I don't, I had a, a my parents' friend, an older lady, um, I can't, I don't know it in English, I don't know how to translate it, but it was basically about dance and the rhythm. Life is like the, whatever rhythm. What is it in Spanish? Uh, 
I speak Spanish. Oh, you speak Spanish? Ah. <laughs> so, la vida es un, una, un baile. Mm. Hay que bailar el ritmo que te ponga. Mm. So. But I don't know who said it. She used to just say it, and I remember that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's true. Life is a ballad. Or life is like dancing. Like dancing. And you, you go dan- with, the, with rhythm. the rhythm. You go with the rhythm. Rhythm. That they play. Mm. So whoever they is. <laughs> you just Maybe gotta the keep universe. dancing. The universe, yeah. yes. I love that. That's very beautiful. And so, on that note, that's yes. beautiful. Thank you so much for joining oh. us on this podcast. I hope you have enough info. We have uh, editing so much jewel knowledge that was dropped on us today. <laughs> and um, I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime. Life is a dance. Oh, yes. Oh, we could do that. Maybe my I love that. Yeah. Unicorn. I love that. <laughs> Life is a dance. Go with the rhythm and Go be true to flow. yourself. Go yes. with the flow. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. Peace. <laughs>